Hello, Herstorians. I'm your host, Heather Ashley, and welcome to another episode of Women of Her Story, a podcast dedicated to celebrating women who have made or are making their mark on our society. Please welcome BB Wonderland back to the show. Fellow friends, hello. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing really well. Excellent. I'm uh, so happy to hear that. <laughs> Next up in our Spooktober Herstory series, we are going to travel back, back, back in time to the 1400s and talk about Ursula Sophile, better known as Mother Shipton, an English prophetess and suspected witch. Well, let's go back to the past. Let's do it. Ursula so, so, so How did I pronounce her name just now? Sophile? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really sure, so we're going to call her Ursula Suthile, because that's kind of how it's spelt. That's how I would say it. Yeah. Ursula Suthile was born in a cave along the shore of the Nid River near Knaresborough, North Yorkshire, England. Close to the cave is Dropping Well, known to have mystical powers. Sorry, I just wanted to say that was the most amount of consonants I think I've heard. (laughs) That was... and vowels. I didn't struggle through it. I know. You, I yeah, admit, you really... Right, I committed. Yeah, mm-hmm. Who that am was I? Good. That was great. Keep, sorry, keep going. <laughs> well, close to the cave is the dropping well, known to have mystical powers. The extraordinarily high mineral contents of the water flowing from an underground aquifer leaves encrusting deposits on the face of the well itself and on anything placed under its flow. There are two obvious protrusions on the rock face of the well that are still there, one being a man's top hat and a lady's hat that were placed there in the 1800s. There are objects dangling from the lip of the well, toys and other items that have been placed there to be petrified. Ursula was thought to be the product of an unholy union between her 16-year-old mother, thought to be a witch, and the devil. She was born on a terribly stormy evening, and there were reports of strange and terrible noises coming from the area of her birth. Her mother, Agatha, died during childbirth, and her body was found the next day beside her newborn. Really sad. That's really sad. Super sad. Ursula was born with sunken cheeks and an oversized head and was deemed grotesquely deformed. She grew up in an adoptive home and weird things plagued the cottage she resided in. Furniture rearranged itself, plates flung around, and food would vanish right before their eyes. Her adoptive mother came home one day to find the door wide open and wailing coming from inside the house. The house was ransacked, cradle empty, and infant Ursula was sitting near the stove, above the hearth, chuckling happily. I mean, I I feel like a lot of this could just be like, you know, people trying to... I I can't... It could just be all coincidence. I don't know. I want to. I really want to give her the benefit of the doubt and just kind of assume <laughs> that, like, you know, men were just slandering women at this point mm-hmm. for any sort of reason because X, Y, and Z. So mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, let's say she did all this, and so we can do something to her. Yeah, that's good. Let's make up a witch story. It's like maybe she really was just sitting there, and like someone actually abducted, you know, and yeah, did all just these things, moved and her around. they just, you know, yeah. she. Yeah, maybe. 
Maybe. Ursula was bullied incessantly throughout her childhood and was incredibly lonely. Her loneliness is believed to be the initial impetus behind her visions that she was able to hone over time. As she got older, she grew in notoriety as a witch and soothsayer. People would travel from miles around to hear her predictions. She attracted the attention of a carpenter by the name of Toby Shipton, and the two were married in 1512 when she was 24. People spread rumors that she must have used a love potion, because how could such an ugly, deformed woman ever get married? You, you know, see, that's the thing. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, mm -hmm. like, okay, maybe she did lean into the witch thing if, like, she wanted to, which is fine. You know, if mm -hmm. she if she did, that, that, you know, then that's her prerogative, of course. But, you know, <laughs> just, you know, then they're going to say something about her appearance, and it's like, right, now we're back on track. Mm -hmm. Probably some men who thought, like, who were turned down by her. You yeah. And we're like, oh, yeah, she's hideous. Ugliest woman you've yeah. ever seen. Oh, yeah. my God, like a doorknob. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no reason. There's yeah. no reason to talk about her appearance yeah. like that. And it's just, it's so insulting to, to be like, oh, what? well, you had to have had a love potion on him. Because how, how could you get How married? do we know more about her appearance than about, like, her job <laughs> or, like, what she did in this time period? We, but we knew, but we have so much concrete evidence about things that happened before. Mm -hmm. Anyway. Well, here's the thing. Aside from her looks, she was described as extraordinary in her compassion and understanding. It's more likely that Toby was just a good man who saw the truth about her and simply didn't care about her appearance. Ursula resolved disputes among the townsfolk. Thieves would publicly return stolen goods, apologizing to the owners for their sin. Wandering husbands would beg for forgiveness and mend their ways, and corrupt officials would make spontaneous acts of restitution. She managed to escape persecution as a witch, which was extremely rare for the time. It's rumored that some less open-minded locals tried to blackmail her into stopping her predictions. She foretold their demise if they continued to harass her, and their blackmailing attempts ceased. That's, yeah, good. <laughs> I think that would be my approach, too. Even if, like, let's say I'm, I'm not a witch right and people are like oh you stop your predictions or we're gonna do this i would just be like oh, well you're gonna die a really painful death if you don't leave me alone right i, I saw it right so. and because it's that time period they're just like oh my god she's right <laughs> wow that's i've never heard of someone telling my future like that before that that is that's right that's it unsurprisingly ursula made her fair share of enemies during her life one in particular being Cardinal Wolsey, Henry VII's chancellor and prime architect of dissolution of the monasteries. Okay. That's a title. Um, <laughs> he was one of her biggest enemies. She deemed him, quote, the, the mitred peacock. Oh. <laughs> Which, what does that mean? And it feels really insulting. Sounds like such a good burn. So I'm going to say that now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, people are going to be like, what? Old English <laughs> yeah, insult be like, was I that. feel like I'm supposed to be hurt, but what? <laughs> <laughs> Ursula had no love for vain, pompous, self-important dignitaries. She applied this feeling without fear or favor. The cardinal said that if he went to York, he would have her burned publicly as a witch. She responded with a prophecy of doom. <laughs> 
predicting he would never enter the city of York and his downfall would follow shortly after. Three of Wolsey's staff tell of a visit in the night to urge her to see reason and rescind her prediction. Ursula said, nah fam, I'm chill, and testified, <laughs> and tested her fate by throwing her staff onto a fire. It remained unburnt, and she concluded that she too would remain unburnt. I feel like she like threw up some sort of like hand gesture when she said nah fam, and, <laughs> and like did that, like a, yeah, like a peace sign, like later gators, you know, like, yeah, thank you for that imagery. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Wolsey arrived at Cawood, a village just a few miles outside of York. It was his last stop before entering the city. He climbed the Cawood Castle Tower, which can still be seen to this day, to see his destination in the distance in defiance of the prophecy. But really, she never said he wouldn't see York. She said he wouldn't enter York. Wolsey ended up arrested on the charge of treason by the Earl of Northumberland before he reached York. He became extremely ill on the journey south, and then he died. So, oh. prophecy wow. came true. Fulfilled, yeah. Because of her reputation as a clairvoyant and soothsayer, her private life was never private. It was rumored that when she was pushed beyond her limits, she would send goblins to scare some of her worst tormentors away. One time, she ended up in front of the local magistrate as a result of one of these incidents. She promised that worse things would happen if she weren't left alone. She called out, Updroxy call Stigsein Helile <laughs> in a loud voice. A dragon answered her summons and flew her away from the courtroom and back to her townhouse. Talk about an exit. See, because we've been watching <laughs> the earlier seasons of The X-Files, I've been thinking about certain things with like a scully approach, like a scientific approach, and I try to and I try to think like how like okay, the goblins and the dragon, like <laughs> there has to be <laughs> there has like I feel like if if this isn't like some sort of some sort of like, tail. Like, if this happened, I'm... Well, I have some information okay. for you. So, an engraving of the incident appeared in 1795, supposedly drawn from contemporary record, contemporary record, um, doubtful, as Ursula had died 250 years earlier. And another illustration of her riding a carriage drawn by a stag appeared in The Wonderful Magazine in 1793. So let's break this all down, okay? How do we separate wild rumors from truth? Her prophetic gifts may be likely attributed to simpler times. People may have been more easily influenced and were more prepared to believe a supernatural explanation. Her loosely framed prophecies enabled them to be ascribed to any events, much like horoscopes and tarot cards. And her knowledge of Wolsey's death and accurate prediction of the fate of the Earl of Northumberland and his friend, Lord Darcy, could be attributed to a basic understanding of politics of the day. Yeah, right. However, 
it is less easy to explain her predictions of the successions of English monarchs, wars, and major historical events of their reigns. She really could have just been, like, that smart woman of the time. Like, I don't, like... <laughs> You know, every man, like, every man at that time and, you know, yeah. still kind of now, or, you know, of power, mm -hmm. kind of has that sort of pompous... And a similar you know, trajectory in their, in their, in their reigns. Right, mm -hmm. and then, you know, whereas she might have had a less clouded judgment and kind of foresaw how things were going to pan out in the near future based on she, mm -hmm. how, you know, she saw everything. I mean, she had people from all over the land talking to her, right? Mm -hmm. She had people coming to her. So she had different perspectives, different mm -hmm. stories. Um, she was able to, you know, gain access to information. She had inf access to information mm -hmm. based on the mm -hmm. conversation she was able to have with right. these people. Right. So it could have just been like, oh, I think this is going to happen she based on She can draw this, that, really good conclusions. Yeah, like very like astute. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're just going to name drop all these, <laughs> all these, TV all these shows influential that stories. But, <laughs> yeah. You know, and I, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. I, I want to think about it logically. Of mm -hmm. course, if it's not, I'm totally fine accepting it, and I'm super hyped to not accept it. <laughs> but, you know, gotta the, stay grounded. Yeah, yeah. You're, you know, you're the scully, scully to my molder? Yeah, is which is usually is? the, other, it's way usually around the around other way around. Because I'm, I'm like the personality of a molder. <laughs> yeah, that's mm. true. <laughs> the first mention of Mother Shipton is in an anonymous pamphlet published in 1641. It described her as having prophesied events of the reign of Henry VII and later. This initial depiction of her does not have the jutting chin, hooked nose, hump, or tall black hat that showed up by 1663. During this time, she became the subject of numerous plays, all were comedies. Many of her prophecies have been highly disputed, as they have no bounds for proof but this has not affected the legacy she left behind. Charles Hindley didn't help when he published a chapter book about her in 1862. He cited a publication from 1684 by Richard Head titled The Life and Death of Mother Shipton. It does exist, but it doesn't contain any of the prophecies that Hindley quoted. He later confessed to making it up, however, the prediction he listed that the world would end in 1881 stayed heavily in people's minds. Church attendance rose and people panicked. I mean, that's what happened during uh, Y2K. Mm -hmm. People lost their minds. There were so many episodes about like the end of the world. Everyone was like, computers are going to crash everything. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, January 1st, 2000 happened and we were like, oh. <laughs> We and then like, the Mayans, oh, oh, and then the Mayans. Remember, yeah. I was like, yo, 2016, that's it. And then the next day, we were like, oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, yeah, mm. well, right. you know, and then 2020 yeah. happened, so. No, not, Maybe no. it should have ended in 1881, like he predicted. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Maybe. Maybe it did, and this is like another, like, split path. Oh, like, no. Yeah, time, time, oh, time quantum. Can't. Quantum physics. Can't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The more fanciful tales spun around her have solidified her in English folklore, and it is probably safe to assume she didn't summon any dragons or goblins, <laughs> but a girl can dream. <laughs> <laughs> Ursula, Mother Shipton, is said to have been buried in unconsecrated ground on the outskirts of York 
probably between the villages of Clifton and Shipton. A stone monument was supposed to be erected. Here lies she who never lied, whose skill often has been tried. Her prophecies shall still survive and ever keep her name alive. The stone was moved to a museum in York and it disappeared during the transfer. The whereabouts today are unknown. However, the former location of the stone can be seen on an 1852 map of York. Mm. I want to leave you with a stream of prophecies that are attributed to Mother Shipton. Carriages without horses shall go, around the world thoughts shall fly in the twinkling of an eye. Iron in the water shall float as easy as a wooden boat. Gold shall be found and found in a land that's not now known. A house of glass shall come to pass in England by alas. The maiden queen full many a year shall England's warlike scepter bear and the Western monarch's wooden horses shall be destroyed by Drake's forces. A widowed queen in England shall be headless seen. The northern line of tween, the maiden queen, shall next succeed and join in one, two mighty states. Underwater men shall walk, shall ride, shall sleep, shall talk. In the air men shall be seen. Isn't that okay. cool? Uh, you know, I like part of me wants to say I definitely don't doubt her. Mm -hmm. Like that she like that she did that. I I, I also I just wanna I try to again approach it from like a scholarly perspective and I'm like, well, well maybe she was told by other people from far lands like or, this is mm -hmm. being worked on or like Or some of these could have of been this. just written later and attributed to her in like a fake pamphlet or in a fake you know. It's cool though that she is that those things are attributed to her. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely give her all that credit, you know, because this yeah. is her story, you know what yeah. I mean? There's no, you know, like... <laughs> we have no is, proof otherwise. This is her, yeah, this is her lineage, <laughs> and it's uh, very respect, respectful. Yeah. Respect, respectable. I've, I, like, I like the explanation earlier given that a lot of her more broad and simpler um, predictions can be associated to her just being a really intelligent woman and being like, okay, well, these are generally the things that happen. These are politics of the time. Let's look. Maybe she knew that um, Woolsey was going to be tried for treason and she was like, he's going to get arrested on his way up here. So right. I'm, I can I can predict his downfall and then it's going to be a tribute, which is like still a prediction. Like, oh my gosh, you know? <laughs> like, okay, so like definitely if she can do that, that's awesome. More power to yeah. her. But why is it that she just can't be like that smart and like True. been like in all these circles and like mm -hmm. kind of like knew all this information? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm happy if she <laughs> is like this sort of uh prophet you know mm. that could mm -hmm. kind of foretell the future and people's futures but yeah. I, I also like the story of her just being like in the know <laughs> like she crazy smart. like this is going to happen i know this i heard from a person that this that and the third mm. like mm -hmm. yeah yeah i like that version too but she's just a cool uh, yeah. woman in general super cool love her well that's all i have for you guys today 
Thank you, historians, for tuning in again. I hope you're all enjoying our Spooktober series. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your third grade teacher, you know, anybody you can think of. I actually can't remember my third grade teacher's name. Hi, Miss Dreyer. <laughs> if you watch this, I remember. I remember, she's married. I remember Ooh, my she might be, I, don't know. I remember my second grade teacher and my fourth grade teacher, Miss Dano Betia. Was my fourth grade teacher. Well, there you go. Look at it. Look, look yeah, at us. Look at that. I don't remember third grade, Look though. at us. <laughs> Come back this Friday for an interview with San Antonio-based producer and philanthropist Taylor Mopley. Woo! <laughs> In this interview, she talks about what goes into producing a television morning show during the pandemic, her project, Tailored for You, and so much more. Follow us on the social medias, Twitter at The Her Story Pod, Instagram, Women of Her Story Podcast, visit our website at OfHerStory.com. And until this Friday, be safe, stay healthy, and show the world what you're made of. Boo. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>